0: Attention passengers, this is your captain speaking. Brace for impact. This is Tom Lewis. In my book, Brace for Impact, I gave you the big picture about the beginning of the crash of the Industrial Age. Here, on the Daily Impact, we chronicle the downward spiral. For most of my life, I relished every technological advance that came my way. I remember when we got electricity at the farm when I was learning to read by the murky light of kerosene lamps. I remember the thrill of being able to illuminate an entire room with brilliant light simply by flicking a switch. Other blessings followed. A constant supply of hot water. A self-igniting furnace controlled by a thermostat that kept the whole house at a constant temperature. A television set that allowed us to watch movies in our living room. I remember the uncharacteristic grin of pure delight on my father's face when he took me for a ride in our brand new 1953 Oldsmobile to demonstrate the wonders of an automatic transmission." The wonders kept on coming, and their memory remains crystal clear in my mind. The first time I heard an orchestra recorded in stereophonic sound, it was Tchaikovsky. My first time on a jet plane. In the early 1980s, I was the first editor at Time Life Books, then arguably the largest book publisher in the country, to own a personal computer. An Osborne portable with a 4-inch screen that could store 50 pages of text on a single floppy disk. I'll tell you, for a professional writer who was and remains a terrible typist, the computer with spell check ranked as a boon right up there with providing an amputee with a prosthetic leg. I was an early subscriber to America Online, the primitive forerunner of the Internet. The cell phone came along, offering enhanced convenience and security to everybody. Then GPS navigation. Ditto. But something went very wrong around the turn of this century. Tech companies stopped coming up with new ways to bless our lives and started trying to con us into buying or investing in the next big thing. The dot-com bubble occurred in the 1990s when the wizards of the Internet gave up on bringing the sum total of human knowledge to the fingertips of all humans and devoted themselves to fleecing investors, lenders, and consumers of their cash with increasingly bizarre websites. My favorite story from the bubble was about the firm that raised $500 million in capital, leased luxurious offices, did stuff until the money ran out, closed down, and disappeared, all without devising a single saleable product. The smartest guys in the room, remember them, what the guys at Enron called themselves, turned the energy giant away from trying to make electricity cheaper or more efficient or less polluting or more plentiful, And instead, concentrated on manipulating markets and grids to strip the most possible money from the bank accounts of hapless and hostage consumers. The company eventually flamed out, and the smartest guys in the room ended up in jail cells. There was Theranos, a biomedical company, promised to revolutionize blood testing, making the process faster and cheaper to the benefit of countless patients. Turned out the founder, Elizabeth Holmes, lied to investors, lied to customers, lied to regulators, and sold blood tests that were slower and less accurate than all the others. She went to prison. In 2016, the Samsung Galaxy Note 7 cell phone was launched to extreme hype about its being the next big thing. One little problem it had a pronounced tendency to burst into flame. Two million of the devices were recalled at a cost of the company of over $5 billion. The same year brought the first major cryptocurrency scandal when a company called OneCoin went from billion-dollar superinvestment to busted Ponzi scheme in less than a year. Many other examples followed. All these years later, I have not found anyone who can explain to me what cryptocurrency is, and I'm not sure the problem is mine. And the beat goes on. The next big thing was virtual reality, about which Facebook was so hyped it changed its company name to Meta to signal its total devotion to VR, which lasted, that devotion, less than a year Turned out nobody was interested in spending thousands of dollars for a clunky headset to help them pretend they were somewhere else. Go figure. So the tech world gracefully pivoted to artificial intelligence, which uses enormous amounts of energy and capital to ghostwrite papers and articles, provide lonely people with virtual companionship, and produce faked nude photos of celebrities and neighbors. So, here I am, a slow old bull surrounded by snarling marketers, trying to land a kick once in a while and laboring mightily to avoid all contact with and all expenditures on the lies and scams and the bogus boons that just keep on coming. Could we all please just go back to 1950— To keep up with the ways our industrial world is falling apart, subscribe to The Daily Impact. To better understand them, the second edition paperback edition of Brace for Impact is now available at Amazon.com. For now, this is Tom Lewis saying Brace for Impact.